And this is something that's especially prevalent on social media these days. Now, I'm sure everyone has been. If not, they're going to be bombarded with all of the wish it, want it, do it quotes being posted on social media this month. Now, although I believe this comes from a place of pure ambition for the people posting this, and I've got nothing against them for doing so, it reminds me of a saying I heard a while back, that is, talking about the thing and doing the thing vie for the same resources. So choose your resources wisely. And this made total sense to me as I reflected back on my own experiences. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. And a happy new year to everyone listening, and welcome to a fresh start to the year. I'm Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple-time representative at the Commonwealth Games. And considering this is the second day of the month, or by the time I post this towards the end of the second day of the month, I assume everyone has been stuck right into kicking goals already for this year, just so they can start the year off on a strong foot. And for some listeners out there, you may be thinking that this is finally the year that you make things happen, whether that's if we're considering goals within the weightlifting space, it may be qualifying for state championships, nationals, even making an Australian team, or if we're looking outside of competitive weightlifting, but Still within the snatch and clean and jerk, you may be trying to qualify for regionals in CrossFit, or perhaps even the games. Or even looking outside of that, perhaps there's something within business that you're trying to achieve this year, for another example. With that being said, if it is you, as it is with me also, I want you to reflect just for a second, have you put more time this year, only being two days so far, into executing in the process of achieving the goal? Or have you put more time into simply talking about it to your friends and family and how you're going to achieve this thing this year? If it's the latter, you may be inhibiting yourself from actually achieving what you're saying you want to achieve so much. And I know that may seem harsh at first, but just hear me out first. I have a few examples to elaborate. So for example, after I made my first Australian team and then went on to compete at the Commonwealth and Olympic level, I've had many people saying to me personally that they're going to wear the green and gold one day, just like I have. And of course, in the moment, I would express my encouragement to try reach this ambitious goal, as it's an admirable goal to have. But then I would notice this said person would then carry on with the same actions as they did as an athlete that wasn't competing at that level, plus also an athlete that wasn't exactly progressing, moving up the ranks to get to that level. And this had me scratching my head as to why someone would say that without seemingly meaning it. And this is something that's especially prevalent on social media these days. Now, I'm sure everyone has been. If not, they're going to be bombarded with all of the wish it, want it, do it quotes being posted on social media this month. Now, although I believe this comes from a place of pure ambition for the people posting this, and I've got nothing against them for doing so, it reminds me of a saying I heard a while back that is, talking about the thing and doing the thing vie for the same resources. So choose your resources wisely. 
and this made total sense to me as I reflected back on my own experiences. One perfect example for me within the last few years being when I initially planned on starting this podcast, going back a couple months before I even competed at the Olympic Games in 2021. So I was so set on starting this podcast where I even mentioned it to a number of people within the weightlifting space. I'd even put, I would say, a bit of a cryptic Instagram story one time up in suspense of starting this podcast. And looking back at it, all those times I mentioned my intention of starting the podcast, it gave me a boost of self-esteem and confidence because the people that I'd mentioned it to displayed some admiration and validated me for my ambitions. So after doing that a few times, the podcast, obviously, as I never started it back then, went and fizzled out. And it wasn't until a few months ago that I actually started doing one. I found that this unintentional seeking of external validation, admiration, and even the acts of over-strategizing and planning in the context of how I was going to produce this podcast ended up driving me away from even starting one in the first place. I found that all these positive emotions given come from the same place that I would have gotten in actually executing on the task. Now, with all that being said, what I don't want people to do is go out and never tell people about their goals and ambitions. That's not the point I'm making here. What I'm saying is be selective in who you tell and only tell people that will actually hold you accountable. Going out there and telling 10 people that don't necessarily care enough, who are simply just going to give you a tip of the hat when you tell them about your goals and ambitions before going on about their day, isn't going to help you in your pursuit. But if you told 10 people who are going to hold you accountable for what you set out to do every time you saw them, you're really going to be pushed to walk the walk. Seeing as I gave you an example in how sharing a goal of mine acted as a catalyst in it fizzling out, I'll give you one that helped support when I spoke about the goal that I had set out to do in terms of added accountability. And that for me was sharing with my immediate family my ambitions to qualify for the Commonwealth Games back in 2018 and then later on the Olympic Games. So this is mainly about when I told my mother. So when I initially told her I was going to try qualify for the 2018 Commonwealth Games which was at home on the Gold Coast where I live. It was back in 2016, and I had no real business in even thinking I'd qualify, as the work certainly hadn't been put in. I was barely snatching 100 kilos at this time. But after telling my mother of this ambitious goal that I was setting out to try achieve, her answer to that was, how do we get tickets? And this wasn't a joke, this was a serious answer, in which she then started sharing around her personal circles and then also my distant family, that I was going to go to the Commonwealth Games. So after this reaction, the one thing I thought was, alright, I better adopt this new identity of an athlete actually capable of lifting at such an event. So, I got my ass to the gym, and made sure I could back up my words. Now, that obviously worked out well for me, as I had qualified for that event. And post-lifting at that event, it led into the qualification system starting to begin for the Olympic Games, which was a much steeper mountain to climb. I didn't have to be the best in the country to qualify, as I did with the Commonwealth Games. I had to be the best in the whole entire Oceania region to get that spot to go to the Games. Now, my family didn't bat an eyelid at this monumental task, 
and then started planning a potential trip to Tokyo before the qualification system had even started. So this is going back years before the actual event. And I'm not talking only my immediate family, but even, for example, my grandparents' peers wanted to make the trip for it with them. And I didn't even know them personally or had seen them once in my life. Now, again, this obviously worked out well for me, but not so much for all my family members that were planning to come out to the event because of the obvious COVID restrictions at the time in Tokyo. There were no spectators, so no one could come out. But with those examples, you kind of get the point about how powerful accountability can be. Now, that was essentially all I wanted to touch on on this episode. But before I end the episode, if you're wanting that extra accountability or even some added motivation leading into this new year, I wanted to mention another avenue of free value that I wanted to deliver to those that may find it useful in their weightlifting pursuits especially if you're searching for something more communal. So what I've done is I've started a private Facebook group called Friday at the Bar that anyone's free to join. It's essentially an online community where Olympic lifting enthusiasts are like, so it doesn't have to be competitive lifters. It's just for people that enjoy the snatch and clean and jerk. So this is a group where you can share questions, experiences, or simply interact within the confines of the group. And of course, as I started the page and I wanted to deliver some value for those who wanted to join, I thought it was a good way for me to share more personalized content around weightlifting that I can't exactly encapsulate within this podcast or on my social media pages. So think of it as an interactive newsletter slash forum slash an avenue where I can share things weightlifting that I find interesting, whether that's motivational, technical, or informative. Now, I call it Friday at the Bar, as there'll be a challenge set every Sunday morning, which will entail a lift slash complex based off a percentage of one of your lifts specific to the challenge set. And it is due on the following Friday, hence Friday at the Bar. It's just a fun way for everyone to have some form of intensity in their training and add some friendly competition to help fuel performance. If anyone followed my Instagram back in 2020, during the initial COVID lockdown period, I started a thing called the COVID Cup on my Instagram story, which entailed the exact same premise here. So a challenge set out at the start of the week, which was then due Friday, where anyone who saw the story was free to join to do the lift. And then I would compile all the results and then post the winner at the end of the week. Now, personally, I found this very beneficial to my training, having that extra bit of friendly competition. And I know everyone else that was doing it found the same thing as well. And we ended up having not people all around the country join in, but we had people from several countries join in on this throughout this period. Because this seemingly had a net positive for the weightlifting community, it was something that I always wanted to revitalize at some point throughout my weightlifting career. So here's essentially my way to do that, plus adding in some extra forms of value that I wanted to try to deliver to the community as well. So you can post your lifts weekly within this Facebook group if you like, or just the social media in general if you didn't want to join the Facebook group, or maybe you don't even have Facebook. And I'll compile all the results and then share the results at the end of the week, on a Saturday to be specific. And in the distant future, there may be Friday at the Bar branded prizes involved, but I haven't exactly entertained that idea all that much, so I wouldn't think too much of that. But for now, it's purely just for enjoyment and just to push to do the best you can. So this is something 
you would potentially like to be a part of, I'll leave a link to join this Facebook private group in the bio of this podcast. And if there's anyone who you would think you'd like to be a part of this Facebook group, don't hesitate to invite them once you're in the group. This group may be technically private, but it's not closed off to anyone in, by any means. So I will leave it there for this episode. As always, thank you for everyone that listens to this podcast, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you.